Hello and welcome. You're listening to Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am T. Erica, and I am helping you to understand how your mental health may impact your personal success. Aren't we all just trying to get along in life, meet our goals, experience happiness? But what about love? Is that a part of your vision for your own personal success? Well, for me, I enjoy living a solitary life. I have the most fun when I'm out and about, when I'm alone versus when I'm with someone. So I try to do most things alone and it brings me a sense of peace. Whereas doing things with others, it annoys me. But that doesn't mean sometimes I don't want somebody to text me what you're doing or to come bring me some buffalo wings and wine or somebody to just say, hey, I want to see you. I sometimes think about what it would be like to have someone special in my life. But I don't focus on it because I have a lot of work to do. (laughs) And I know at this moment, If that were to happen, it would be a true distraction from my goals. But sometimes I pause and think about what it would be like if I had love and support in my life. A romantic love. Because I do already have love. Because I have two sons. And their love is fulfilling to me. There's another part of love, another type of love that romantic love that I don't know much about. So I don't feel like I can yearn for it because how can you yearn for something you've never had? You can idealize it. You can say that might be great. But until you've tasted chocolate, you can't really say, ooh, I can't wait to have some. Well, it doesn't make sense to me if you do. I won't. So I haven't had a good love in my life. So I'm pretty much satisfied without it. And sometimes I think about it. Like this week I was watching YouTube videos. And I saw an interview on a show on YouTube called The Breakfast Club. It's a radio show that broadcasts from New York. But they also have a video component that they post on YouTube. And I watch those videos from time to time. They had a guest by the name of Judge Lynn Toller. She's a celebrity judge on a show called Divorce Court. While I don't watch TV, so I've never seen the show, I was impressed that there's a black female judge after 20 years on TV who's really a lawyer in real life and really professional that people respect, you know, just impressed. She's doing her thing. She's living her life. But as I listened to the interview, she brought up the fact that she has mental health issues. She didn't name specific ones, but she talked about her anxiety. She talked about her depression. She talked about taking medications when she has to. She talked about knowing herself and knowing how long the different depressive moods should last and if they're lasting longer she knows to go get help but one of the things she talked about that blew my mind 
was how she described her husband. Judge Lynn Toller said, My husband is a six foot one bottle of Valium. She said, No matter what you do, no matter what you say, you can't rattle him, you can't make him upset, you can't make him act out of his character. He is still, basically. She says, He's the type of man that if he was to hold her upside down by her ankle over the side of a cliff, she wouldn't even worry. Because that's the type of man he is. She can count on him. And when she goes into her episodes, and she gave an example, she said, one day I was at home and I was not feeling it. It was one of those days. And you know what she means. You know what she means. I know what she means. And she said, I called up my husband, and he was at work, and I said, things aren't right over here. And he hung up the phone, and he came home immediately. She said he just stood there and looked at her, because he didn't know what to say. And she went through her emotions. She purged. She cried. She screamed. She yelled. She got all of that energy out of herself. And he stood there and listened until she was done. Until she, the moment had passed, the wave had passed, and she said to him, I'm done. I'm okay now. And he looked at her and he said, okay, if you need me, call me back, and I'll come right back here again. Without saying a word, his presence, looking at her, was all that she needed. She just needed that rock. I must have watched that video. I don't know how many times I posted it everywhere. I posted it on my Twitter. I posted it on my Facebook. I took the original video, downloaded it, clipped that just that part out so that I can share it everywhere with everybody on all my social media accounts, uploaded it to everything. Because that was so amazing to me. Imagine having a man in your life that you feel is your rock, that you feel with hold you by the ankle you'll let him hold you by the ankle over a cliff I won't even go on a cruise with anybody because I can't swim and I don't trust anybody to save me I am that paranoid where I think that if I choose to go on a cruise with somebody that person would secretly hate me and try to kill me and throw me over there because they know I can't swim that's how paranoid I am around people There's nobody on this earth that I think I would go on a cruise with. Because I don't trust anyone to help me if I I can't help myself. So watching that video over and over again, I just was like, wow. That's amazing. She said it with such conviction. She wasn't acting. This is really the relationship she has. And it reminds me of the other men and women that I've interviewed who have expressed that they have mental health issues and these people are happy with their lives they've progressed and all of them are in healthy relationships so if you're thinking you can't find love because you are mentally ill or you have mental health issues that is simply not true first you got to be open to it then according to them you got to be honest One woman said that she was trying to hide her weirdness 
aka her mental health issue issues from her partner but eventually of course he's gonna see it and then they sat there trying to figure out what was going on and how they could stop it of course they weren't able to completely stop it but they were able to adjust it together working together as a team because he cares so much for her another man I spoke with said his wife is his rock he says she will notice that he's about to go into one of his episodes and she'll sit him down and she'll just be with him actually every person that I've spoken with who expressed that they've had mental health issues and they've also progressed and prospered in life has a partner in their life who accepts and understands them and doesn't judge them when they're acting out or when they mental illness acting up <laughs> like a meme said once I read a meme once that said you gotta get you a boyfriend who won't leave you when your mental illness start acting up <laughs> I thought that was so funny, but so true. So true. I think love is about understanding and accepting each other. And understanding that every action is not completely malicious. Sometimes I personally don't know how to have a continuous relationship with someone. I have a what is it? Uh, impulse to end relationships. If a man is trying to get to know me, automatically I feel afraid. Automatically I will demonize the situation and I will make sure he stays away from me really fast. And I remember a man that I dated. I, I, I wasn't thinking I was dating him, to be honest with you. But it was some months that we were seeing each other, but every single week. And I didn't notice it until he brought it up. He said, you know, every week you call me and tell me you can't talk to me ever again and you block me. I was, I didn't notice that I was doing it every week. He said, it's like clockwork. And that was my fear. That was that impulse I felt. Get away. But the impulse was right because he wasn't a really good person. So sometimes your impulses are perfect for you. But I'm here to share with you. Sometimes I do think about romantic relationships, especially when I encounter other people who have mental health issues and they're in good relationships where their partner accepts and understands them and works with them. Not trying to change them and telling them you better stop this, locking them up or berating them for not being strong enough, quote unquote, to alter their behavior, but standing with them firmly while they're going through that moment, the way Judge Lynn Toller's husband did. And then saying, hey, if you need me to do that again, I'll be right back. Is there love for the mentally ill? 
through mental health issues totally knock you out of the park the running to find somebody to love romantically I definitely don't think so as for me I think I need to first see that there's a benefit of having somebody in my life on a consistent basis and then that person will have to work with me when I am going experiencing the impulse to push them away but like I said before it's just a passing thought it's definitely not something that I dwell on but I was just thinking about it right now I just finished some work a lot of work I just taught a class on self-publishing a self-help book yesterday where the question came up about relationships and I was thinking it would be nice to have some fun or a text message something cute but that might not be in the cards for me right now but you never know what might happen in the future in due time I think there's love for everyone but I think you gotta want it you gotta think you deserve it and you gotta allow it and you gotta be yourself do I tell men that um, I have mental health issues when I'm dating them or when I meet them because I don't date anyone for long yeah I tell them I think that's the most fun part (laughs) It's, it's honestly so much fun I like to see their reaction. One time on a first date, on a Tinder date, first Tinder date, I went to meet this man in the middle of the night at Denny's. I love diner dates. It's so much fun to me. It's so casual. And I worked at Denny's in the past, so it's a it's a comfortable place for me. And I took my stuffed animal, my friend, he's my only friend, Odell. He's a frog. I took him with me. And I introduced him. I said, hey, this is Odell. And the man was like, hi, Odell. <laughs> and later on, as we were continued to talk and text, I told him, um, I'm mentally ill. He didn't respond. He didn't know what to ask. I didn't go into details. But we never saw each other again. Because I stopped talking to him, but... I tell people I have some mental health issues but I also tell them and that's kind of why I'm mentally brilliant I think doing this podcast and working on the website mental brilliance has made me more comfortable with who I am where when I'm meeting people and I'm talking about the work that I do I don't feel the social anxiety I used to feel I used to come back from an engagement with anybody worrying, did I say the right thing? Did I say the wrong thing? Was I acting too crazy? But I don't think I don't think of that anymore. Because I already told them up front, hey, I'm mentally brilliant. I have these mental health issues. So I'm going a mile a minute in my mind. Excuse me. I'm a little crazy. I even say that. 
and then I can just be my regular self and I don't feel like I'm being judged. Maybe they are judging me, but I don't feel like they are anymore. So I haven't come back from a social engagement feeling like, oh, what do they think? What's wrong with me? Why didn't I say the right thing? So I'm glad I'm being more vocal about my mental brilliance, owning it, and using it as a badge of honor. Instead of silently being in turmoil about why I can't be more normal, I'm not normal. I'm mentally brilliant. And I guess maybe since I'm accepting me, maybe one day somebody else will accept it and see my mental brilliance too. You never know. (laughs) I'm talking about love, mental health issues, dating, trying to figure it all out even though it's not that big of a deal right now because I have so much more work to do in this world and it's going to get done. Why? Because I'm mentally brilliant. You're listening to Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am T. Erica. Visit mentalbrilliance.com and I'll talk to you soon.